When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shower with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. Ah, oh, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. And welcome aboard. I'm Rick DiPietro. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at samwellpain.dr.dr.jshaw. I already told you. There's so many periods. Oh, yeah, periods are very confusing. I, there's a lot. Very confusing. My co-host, Dave Rothenberg. Does he have ED? Oh, it's so clever. Look at us. Don't worry, I'm, I'm here if Sherry needs me, David. Our amazing producers, how about our fearless leader, RJ Santillo? I like Marcus Stroud a lot. Also like CJ, but Marcus is good too. How about the very polarizing Raymond Santiago? Dave has died of dysentery. <laughs> and there it is, Ray has killed Dave again. Big shout, shout out to the company, thank you for getting up with us on this Thursday morning. We are DNR, the R&R boys. I am insufferable. Just ask Craig. Call us what you want. Don't ever call us lazy. You can hear us every weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN New York. Number to call you guys know at 1-800-919-3776. Quiet class. We're on the radio. Just kidding, guys. Ha ha. <laughs> Dave is not amused. We have an awesome show planned for you today. Just smash you, period. Good. Smash me. We're going to smash this show. I'll tell you that. Happy birthday to Tom Thibodeau. And welcome back, Jalen Brunson, with 30 points and a 109-94 bounce back win against the Rockets. The Nets, uh, Nets lost their fourth straight. That's their ninth in their last 10 games. Mike McCarthy will be back as the head coach of Ray's beloved Cowboys, and he's pumped. He's so excited. The Mets will retire the numbers of Doc Gooden and Daryl Strawberry this season. You have a chance to win thousands of dollars of Dave's money in the Superbox Bonanza, or as we like to call it, SBBV. We got a big meeting recap. A great meeting yesterday. Stuff you missed at 9.15. Everyone's favorite, Station ID at 8. And as always, on the Thursday at 7.45, we have no observations and did it happen in Florida. But before we get to all of that, I offer to you a preview of a new movie set to hit theaters this spring. What initially seemed like a good idea quickly took a turn when a young very handsome, hilarious, supremely talented radio host took a couple days off to coach his, son hockey, his son's hockey team, and all hell broke loose. Fine, fine, because we're wasting time on the frenzy. So let's get the damn frenzy. Let's do the frenzy. Football frenzy. Let's talk football. Blah, blah, blah. Around the league, ruined. That could be problematic. And look, Purdue just lost the Dan. game. Dan, Dan. This is not around the college basketball Big Ten League. This is around the NFL League. You asked the question, I gave you I the answer. I said, did Michigan State lose to Northwestern? I didn't say break down the Big Ten for me, please. Out of nowhere, an awkward, impromptu spelling bee. Capital F-R-A-U-D. Fraud, fraud, fraud. And worst of all, 
both hosts lose all comprehension of what's acceptable on the radio. I got some titillating news for you, my friend. Right? Uh, I, that one. Oh. Both dumped and probably should be fired. I present to you. Changaling or something? And here's the star, the one and only, David Rothenberg. Well, thanks for that. Very well done. It didn't sound very star-worthy, though. Why? What? I don't know. You're the star he's of the show. The star. I'm not the star of the show. It's not like that. Cheng-a-ling? Cheng-a-ling. I, I can't it's think the name Cheng- of the movie. It's, it's Changeling. <laughs> but who knew? It's Changeling and no, the hosts. It's, it's, it's Changeling and I'm getting dumped. What a disaster you two were. Really? I really have I can't even leave. I can't leave the show for two days. Nope. You can't leave us alone at all. <laughs> you're, you're spelling. You're like the parent. I don't have an issue with the spelling. I mean, you're setting up Dan to just get kicked right off the radio. It's. I mean... I, I said a, a normal, very fair word, and Dan lost all composure. Right, right in him. All composure. <laughs> um, I feel like today could be violent, and it's no fault of my own. Oh well, it is no fault of your so own. So I'm I'm downstairs, and I'm I, I see the new. I get this text last night on the group chain, and I and I think it's like bleep my life. He's back. And I, what is this? And I look and I see, and it's Raymond with expletives flying from the garden during the Knicks game because one Mike McCarthy is back. Oh, he's back, baby. He's he's back. And I would be lying to you if I didn't tell you the truth, and that is um, I'm thrilled about it. No, I'm, no. I, no. Hold Thr- on. Thrilled. Thrilled. Right. Thrilled. Fine. Fine. And you, well, listen, you were peacocking last night. You had I, your tweets. I send I send gifs or gifs. Yeah, yeah. You're sending everything. Tell people why it has the potential to get physical today. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Right. But I don't. I still stand by the fact that you I came. Like, float. You floated into the studio. I I, I can't. I feel like prancing. I, I feel feathery. I can't help it. <laughs> so I learned this news, and I've told you this, and this is true. As I'm watching the Cowboys get humiliated, humiliated on Sunday, my one thought is, as bad as it's getting, is, oh God, this is going to lead to my worst nightmare. This is going to lead to Bill Belichick. And as bad as it got in the second half, I'm only thinking this is going to lead to Belichick. Now they're going to win. And I'm loving the fact that it's happening, but I'm I'm dreading the fact that this is where it's going to go. To find out, and I don't care what anybody, I don't care if we have anybody on, he was completely outcoached in that game. Completely outcoached in that game. So the fact that they are bringing him back is wild to me. And again, they're a good team and they'll win their 11, 12 games. Zero chance that they're going to win the whole thing. But he's returning. Fine. So I wake up this morning, driving in, listening to the radio, all excited, you know, searching uh, things when we get to the red lights, looking at a little Twitter, what's going on. And I think to myself, you know what? Today's a great day. Today's today's a really good day for the show. And I go downstairs and it's cold outside. And I, I walk up to, uh, to what, what's his name? Oh, no, I know it. It's not Mateen. It's uh, Cataline. Hello, Mateen. And he likes you better than me. He loves me. It's amazing. Right. I'm not great with names. I love how you think this is this is going to be a great day for the show. For the show. As if Raymond's not a part of the show. Right. So I, I walk up to Cataline. I say, you know what, Cataline? He goes, Dave, you seem like you're in a very good mood. I said, Cataline, I am in a good mood. I said, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to buy celebratory bagels for the guys. He goes, really? I said, he said, how many? He said, even one for Rick. I said, even one for Rick. He goes, what kind of bagels would you like? I said, let me get two sesame and two plain, because I don't know the particulars of, right. of each and every person, with a little butter on each one, nice. and I'll take my tea. That comes out, $9. I give him a 20 say, you know what? I'll only take back 7 Wow. That's a $4 tip. That's nice. That's a very attractive Yeah, well, goes, you're in such a good mood. He goes, Dave, this is very generous. I said, you, Cataline, have to bear the cold <laughs> and the brunt of the elements. 
I'd like to give you something for that. <laughs> he goes, okay, tell the guys I say hi. So by the way, guys, Catalina from downstairs, he says hi. I walk up into the studio. You're working on the open, which just turns out glorious, as we've heard. And all I try to do is give everyone their celebratory Mike McCarthy's back bagel. And for some reason, unbeknownst to me, Raymond almost throws it into my face. That's what he said he's going to do. Yeah. He swears he's still going to do it. Better not. I'm telling you right now. Very highly disrespectful. He is is in one right now. Highly disrespectful. In one. Don't blame me. Not my fault. You get anywhere close to his workstation with that bagel, it's coming right back in your face. Guaranteed. It's nasty. Well, I think you're a little nasty. How am I nasty? You know he's hurt. How am I nasty? I'm trying to celebrate a great moment in NFC East football. Freezing cold. Barely slept. Right. And they just kept Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And you come prancing in. With a buttered sesame bagel. Yeah. It's a celebratory bagel. <laughs> Tell the whole thing. Not only did he come prancing in and talking about it's celebratory bagel and it's it's a holiday, which I don't celebrate. Then he walks up to my face, holds the bagel in my face. Oh, stop like it. He's taunting me with it. I'm telling him, leave the bagel in the bag. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> he's still so hold, you are so, you're ba- so stuffed. He you're... still holds the bagel up in my face. He's lucky I didn't punch him then in there. He's making this up. I put the bagel right in front of him and he like shoot it to the side. It was very disrespectful. It was highly disrespectful. Well, you don't think you don't think that you calling it a celebratory bagel is disrespectful. Listen, it could have been a continuity say, is very important well, no, in life. I think if you had yours as the celebratory bagel and his was a sympathy bagel, would have been nice. It would have been a, it would have gone a long way right. if you had, if right. had just done it's that. It's a, a a beautifully fresh buttered bagel. Make it a sympathy bagel, make it a celebratory bagel, whatever it it's is. It's what you called it. You were gave, you gave it's it to gorgeous. me and you called it a celebratory bagel. I'm not accepting it. Okay. So you're not so you know what? When the guys come in later, when John Winthrop comes in, or, or Troy, or Jake, they're gonna, they're gonna. I guarantee you, one of those guys will take great part in the celebratory bagels. They're beautiful. How bagels. about we'll try it? Listen, we'll try it. Troy's that Miami Dolphins fan. Yep. I'll present him with the bagel like I bought it as a celebratory. If, if you, if Troy walks Dolphins, in, Troy, who's smash our bagel. What would you say, Troy is like our con, like our, I don't know. Uh, he does something right. <laughs> 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 Promotions director, maybe? yes, yeah, it sounds good. Okay. That sounds fancy. So he walks in, you say, "Listen, Troy, I know you've had a rough time, and." I bought you a bagel as like a, a peace offering no, for what's happened to your dog. That's, that's not what you that's did. Not what, do you mean? what you said. No, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna put that bagel in a bag, and when he comes in here, I'm gonna dance around, and then I'm gonna put it in his face and say, "Would you like a Dolphins Dolphins lost celebratory bagel?" It's not even. A, it's not even a Cowboys lost celebratory bagel. It's a Mike McCarthy's back celebratory bagel. Knowing full well how I feel about it. I mean, how I you was, feel about it? How Troy Aikman feels about it? How Michael Irvin feels about it's it? It's awful. I mean, it's, that's it's, the amazing part to me, though. It's like, awful. Like How you could have, you do this? Like you have your best, you have your best players. Like you killed, like Michael Irvin, you killed him. He's dead inside. He's like, this is. I think half the fan base is probably beside themselves. And they're think, bringing him back. If you're a Cowboys fan, as you're watching that second half, just like me on the flip side, you're probably thinking to yourself, all right, where does it go from here? Like what, at least, because we had this discussion on Friday when Dan was here and things went off the rails. Like, would you take a loss to Green Bay if it meant that you get Bill Belichick? And Ray's like, I don't think I would do that, and whatever. But at least the understanding, I thought, was if they somehow soil themselves and lose that game, which is exactly what happened, there would be massive change. And they're going to run it all back again with a guy that clearly is not very good in the postseason. Well, neither. I mean, even Dan Quinn did not have a great showing in that game either. Great showing. It was his worst game of the season. The defense was brutal. brutal. So, yeah, I don't I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, the only thing that you could say is, is that Dak had one of his best seasons. But how, he won okay. the division. But let me ask you this: and We talk about it all the time with Eli Manning, and Ray always gives Eli a hard time. Eli Manning, great regular season quarterback? No, no. Eli Manning, great postseason quarterback? Yes. yes. 
I mean, which one would you rather have? To, to do great against the, the Commanders and the Giants and the Panthers is, uh, listen, and Dak is very good. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a very good quarterback. Do you trust him in a big spot in the playoffs? Right now, no. No, it, it's almost like they're, it, it almost feels like the the whole Yankees thing. Where it's like, just let's get in, and then it's a crapshoot. Which I don't feel like is, is the same but that's in the not NFL. But fo- that's not football. No, I agree with that. But it's, I mean, I, I guess if you wanted to make the argument, there's something to be said about having the consistency and knowing every year you're going to win 11, 12 games, be right there to win the division and be in the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens. But listen, man, I mean, do I think that Mike McCarthy is a better coach than Bill Belichick? Absolutely not. There's no way. There's no. No, and, and if you have this take, then you just have a bad take. There's, there's no way. The attention to detail, the, the attention to the defense. There's, I mean, Belichick is, and I don't know where we've gotten off the rails with this, he is amazing. With that it feels team, like with, with that talent, you can say what you want because I thought some nasty tweet yesterday about how you know Robert Sala and they make adjustments at at halftime. Listen, there is not a coach for my money in the NFL that is better at preparing his team for what they're going to see. That's right. Like there's no one on the Patriots that's going to be surprised by anything that they see, and if for some reason they are. They'll they'll be able to adjust to it immediately. And the thing is, and this is, I think, the b- big disconnect with the Cowboys is, I watch New England, I always think to myself, they're so buttoned up. Like, remember that first drive, it's third and four, something like that, Demarcus Lawrence jumps off sides. Then they punt it, and they, they, they rough the returner. It's like, Belichick's teams don't make plays like that. They don't do stupid things like that. That's attention to detail. That's on coaching. You're bringing the guy back, you get bagels. <laughs> you get bagels that Raymond's going to throw in your face. You ate a bagel, which is a big day, big deal. Well, I mean, we're, we're shooting a TV commercial today. I don't think we're really shooting we're a shooting commercial. We're shooting a TV commercial. I'm, I'm, we're I'm sitting bagels. here. I think we're sitting here. Well, the they're going to video us in the 9 o'clock hour. And how about that, by the way? How about what? How, I mean, to say that I'm more than a little offended would be an understatement. <laughs> I got I to gotta go back to this group text. because I And RJ, tell me if you disagree with my analysis of this. I thought this was... Is this me? No. No, right. Not, not even this a little... This is Winthrop, no? No. Yeah, yeah. Um, supposed to be your best friend. He said, so the guys are coming to shoot this B-roll or right, whatever you want to call it, right? In the group text, please don't hassle them about shooting the show should they arrive before I do. What he doesn't it, know us. What? I mean, RJ, when you saw that, was I the only one that was taken aback by that? You know what's troubling about your relationship with John? What? In all sincerity. Whenever there's a big event, because we go back and forth and we joke, right. there's a big event and we get together for dinner. Up comes this drinking problem that we never knew about. <laughs> We're going to shoot a commercial. Dave, don't hassle our coworkers. No, no, Dave's but a diva. Was, no, 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 no. It was not Dave. It was guys, please don't he hassle. He meant you. He meant you. He did not mean he me. Meant, I mean, Ray with his temper. He might have meant him. No, he, you. Uh, RJ, I don't know. Maybe RJ thinks that one of these guys had something to do with the, the missing Yeti. <laughs> he didn't have the heart to say it was you. Yeah, but it, whenever something very serious comes up, all these concerns come out. And it, why is he harboring them for big moments? So you think like Mike McCarthy, the bigger moment, the worse he is. Very similar to me. The big a, a commercial shoot, I can't handle that. Right. Similar shape, too. And you wonder why, listen, you wonder why I act up in meetings. If we're going to get treated with this lack of respect, yeah, things have to change. I, act, I don't know what you did is called Things have to change. That's not, that's not, that's not, How much so, longer did you want to sit in there? Well, but it was over. I don't think, I don't think the meeting was going to drag you know out what, that honestly, much longer if you didn't do what you did. Somebody sent me an email the other day and they're right. He, you can't blame him. <laughs> he hasn't been he, raised like a normal person. He's never been in a normal work environment. 
He's never had to deal with with actual work people. So for him, it's like you're taking a child out of the jungle and putting putting them into a scenario. That's I mean, really, this that's what it is. You're taking someone who's never dealt with this and put them into like normal societal issues, and he's he's bewildered by it. So we're sitting. So there. I'm Tarzan, is what I am. Exactly that. So we're sitting there. The meeting ends, and all of a sudden, there's an eruption of gaseous noise and. I think my reaction was, quote, what the hell was that? Because it was jarring. And I thought it was RJ. And it didn't make sense to me. And then, of course, he's got this bleep-eating grin on his face. And he's like, oh, that was me. Because he doesn't know. I was adding levity I was adding levity to the meeting. RJ, most people go through life having to, to you know, relieve themselves like that. And they, they take every ounce of energy to not do, like, to, to let it squeak out so nobody hears it. Not him. It's an eruption when it comes to this guy. If anything, it's just a, I mean, we have to call it what it is. It's it's a it's a it's a lack of respect for the meeting. <laughs> he he got bored in the meeting, right? And he decided, you know what? Let's spice spice this thing up. John's With flatulence, talk, yeah. John's talking serious point. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. So we might do this event in May or May fourteenth or May second, or decide. <laughs> RJ, did you laugh? <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> did you laugh at what he did or my reaction to what he did? Uh, both. Dave as disgusted on I couldn't a, a, believe it in a serious setting as I've ever seen. And would you agree with my theory that he just he doesn't know how to handle himself in front of like normal society? Well, you know what? This has changed my thinking. That text had to been directed at Rick. What? Why? That text last night was directed at Rick. I don't. I don't hassle anybody. He's concerned about you. No, as he should be. That was wild. And then I think there was a follow-up to it as we were walking out. <laughs> yeah, that one was bad. Yeah. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! 
over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I almost fell down today in my driveway. Well, listen, not great for you. Great There's for the lot, kids. Not a lot of ice out there, though. It, there tons of ice. And the I show the driveway, and then I put the uh, the salt down. Yep. We no got issues. Special salt because of the dogs, because they get the regular salt in their paws, and right. it becomes infected. So we get the stuff that doesn't work as well. Did you get the double plow? No, no. single plow. Can't wait for the double plow. Uh, probably tomorrow. Love it. How much snow are we supposed to get? Uh, Long Island, three to six. Nice. Westchester, a little less, it looks like. I don't want the double plow today. The double plow is like a criminal. Kids played outside probably for good five hours. Really? Oh. So it's it's like daycare for you. Love it. Yeah. Sledding, they, the whole thing. Now, you have to supervise those. Yeah, so you're, of course. You're out there the whole Yeah, we'll time. go down the hill, you know. Uh-huh. It's nice. And at no point are you like, I've had enough of this. Well, what would you rather have? I mean, cold and we get rain. You can't go outside. Can't do anything in that. Now they're stuck in the house or you get cold and it's snow. Go have some fun. Yeah. Listen, I, you have little kids. I get it. Yeah. If you had older kids that did nothing when it snowed and, and were not motivated, you would probably not enjoy the snow. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about your older kids in the house, though. Yeah, but I got to worry about my older kid driving. Uh, that's a problem. Yeah. And that's said, like probably my biggest nightmare. I said to him yesterday, I said, you're going to take it easy, a lot of ice <laughs> on the road. I got it, Dad. I'm fine. The problem is, and this is, it's a it's a benefit and a curse, he's never he's never had anything really bad happen to him. So he, he doesn't, right, of course not going to would, but he's never really had anything bad happen to him, so he doesn't know, so he doesn't take the precautions because something bad could potentially happen, because in his mind, it's never going to happen. And he's 17 right. where you think nothing's going to ever happen to you. I know. That's the uh, that's the mentality of most professional athletes. Right. It's not going to happen to me. Right. It's great. Until it uh, happens. It's not, yeah, it's not great. Until it happens. All right. So let's get to a call or two, and then we'll get into the Knicks and Tom. So it's Tom Thibodeau, right? And then Kayvon Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Tibbs, and then Kayvon Thibodeau. I think this will flummox me for the rest of yep. my days. It is not that's something fine, that, that's easy for me to deal with. But we'll get to the Knicks. And I didn't think they played great last night, but I didn't need them to play great. Last night, go out there, get the win. Same tonight. Away we go. That's well, I think it. noticeable difference, though, with... I mean, it goes without saying. I mean, ob- obviously. Obviously. Let's get to a call or two, and then we'll get to the Knicks. Let's go to Wes and East Hanover. Good uh, morning, Wes. You're on 987 ESPN. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Greg. Hi, good morning, company. So... Before I get to my Cowboys point, I have a quick question. Dave, I wonder if you are the thief. And here's my reason why. You have jumped very quickly on buying the Yeti for uh, for RJ. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems a little suspicious to me about uh, wanting to help so quickly when that's not necessarily your normal MO. Absolutely. So it is. I'm, not a, I'm, I'm a helpful I'm not fellow a, by nature is what I am. Well, the fellow. Well, the celebratory bagels, but I felt like it came right on the heels of uh, Dan wanting to, uh, going to give the, the free steak dinner, and so you had to you either are a thief or uh-huh. you have to keep up with the Joneses. So, and so I you're love, sitting here. It's so. six twenty-five in the morning, Thursday morning, observations day. Super box bananas on the way, and you're calling. I just want to call this like it is. You're calling me a thief right here on the show. But I'm saying that's what I've been wondering all week. So I just wanted to give you a chance to okay. To I want to. You're a thief or a one-upper. I want to keep you on the line because I know you want to get into the Cowboys. And I'll say this is my defense. And no, I mean this would be just a slam dunk in front of a jury of my peers. I don't get here early enough to do anything. It's a good point. I, I, I walk in as the show's about to start. I didn't even know where the newsroom no. desks were. So I You mean, just saw RJ's desk for the first time yesterday. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is a nice yeah. looking desk. And then I looked through it. There was nothing. And RJ, you couldn't, like, even if you wanted to blame me, you couldn't blame me that, that you thought I had anything to do with this. You would have had to have snuck back in here. I don't even know when. So, yeah, the effort that it w- would require, Wes, 
I follow your logic, but the the simple effort it would. Yeah, there's no chance. Yeah. No chance. He, it's not plausible it's deniability. He actually has no idea what's right. going on. <laughs> None. That's and that's not and that might, that might be worse than me actually taking the thing right. in the first place. You're like Mr. Magoo. There's yeah. no idea. I have no I, no idea. I didn't know well, we had phone, I didn't know we had phone booths here. I still don't know where the phone booths are. Actually, it's right over there. Huh? That's not. I'll have to look later. Yeah. All right, Wes. What do you got on the Cowboys, buddy? Yeah, the Cowboys are. I think you guys are right. The thing that the reason why they brought him back is because of Dak's regular season. But my question is, who do you think made the final decision? Do you think that was a Jerry decision or yes. a Steven decision Jerry. or a combination of the both? I think Jerry. everything. I think everything ultimately is filtered through Jerry. It's his team. It's his baby. He's not a young man. I, think I don't it's know Jerry. If everything. I, think, I don't know if everything. I think he's the ultimate decision maker. You don't. Well, I think if he. I mean, if he feels strongly about something, yeah, he owns the team. Right. So you know, Steven is saying, "Hey, like, I mean, and at the very least, let's bring in Bill to to see if this is something he'd be interested in." I, I, I for the life of me, and, and this is not me being a jerk, and I have that tendency certainly. How could you not? Oh, it has to be to, stubbornness. How could you not talk to well, Belichick? Ask Raymond. It has to be stubbornness. It has to be back to like the whole Jimmy Johnson thing. As you bring in Bill Belichick, you bring in Bill Belichick. Who's going to get credit for them winning? Who cares? Well, he uh, maybe he does. But he brought in Parcells. Well, why like why get off of Jimmy Johnson then? He's getting too much of the credit. Uh, he thought that Jimmy he he thought the team was so great. Yes, that Johnson was getting too much credit. And any fool could walk in here and win with this team, which happened for a year and then fell apart. That team should have won five plus Super Bowls. That's how good they were. So was he over that? I would say at this point, no. But doesn't he want to win again? Like he's eighty one years old. He does, old. but I think he wants to win his his way. way? Yeah. So. You can either win, win your way, or not win. And he's choosing to hopefully win, but the way that looks like it's the least expedient way to get it done. Yeah, see, I think we underestimate, though, sometimes how involved owners are. Like, there was a lot of talk about why Kraft decided that it was time. It's like, maybe he wants his team back. Like, he's getting older. Like, if you, I mean, if you, like, I don't know what that relationship ended up being between him and Bill. I think, you know, part of him... You know, you see some of the quotes coming out, like the the conversations that are starting to leak as far as you know how Robert Kraft felt about moving off of Tom Brady. Right. Like he told he told Kraft, Brady's done. Brady goes and wins a a Super Bowl. Right. So I mean, it, okay. Like I'm going to listen to you. This is your team. You win the championships. That's great. Awesome. But at a certain point, you own the team. Like I would like to. Can I have my team back? Sure, but the the thought that I've always had is that. And maybe it's wrong. Is that Jerry wants to win desperately, and Jerry's now in his eighties, and Jerry has won, but it's been a long time, and for three decades almost, they have underperformed. And you have a, a coach, uh, not a coach, numerous coaches in my mind that are better than the guy they have, and they decide to run it back again. I think it's great. Well, look at how long they stay with Jason Garrett. Way too long, right? So, I mean, I, I don't know. You have to ask Raymond. He's the one that's more dialed in with the Cowboys and Jerry Jones. But that would be my impression: is that yeah, he wants to win, but he wants to win uh, his way. Where he gets gets most of the credit. So is that it, right? He need he needs the credit, and if it's going to go I, to Belichick, then he just won't accept that. I think you're half right. I don't think it's about the credit at this point. I just think it's about uh, winning and and enjoying it. I say this all the time. Like I I feel like the Yankees and the Cowboys are in the same category where. Uh, winning is nice and and it helps generate the revenue. But as long as they're winning enough and they're making money, they're happy. But I think the fan base feels differently. Yeah, well, the Yankees uh, well, fan base well, refuses well, well, this. Here's well, here's here's the the thing: fanship and ownership and ownership are two different things. The the fans want to win championships. The owners care about making money. So yeah, yeah. See, well, that's the disconnect for you. You thought for for him it was less about the money because they've already made enough money. 
It's, I mean, the Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in but, sports, well, I mean, right? The guy's worth a trillion dollars. Okay. What, I mean, money's not an issue. Well, your definition of wanting to win at all costs is maybe different than him. Maybe okay. he's, like, good. we're winning games, but, but, but at the same time, yeah, we're they, financially they, winning. They, they, don't want, they don't want to win all, at, all, at all costs. If you Just look what they, what they do every offseason. Like, they, they, they don't spend any money. Like, I, the, the reason I, f- I felt good coming into the season is because they actually made offseason additions of veteran players, and, and they weren't. It wasn't uh, free agent signing. It was you know trading mid round picks for Brandon Cooks and uh, Stephon Gilmore. That does like oh well they brought veterans in like uh, maybe they're actually trying to win. That's that's part of it. I think they're trying to win. I just think that his ego gets in the way a lot of times, and I think this is one of those times. I, 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 he's got an ego. I'm not denying that his his ego is massive. I don't I don't I don't think that his ego is the detriment to what's to them winning right now. Oh, see, I, it's, I, it's I, a, I do. It's an, it's an easy thing to point to. I I think the bigger issue is that, and this is part and this is part of the ego thing that when when you are in Dallas and the and and the owner goes on on radio once a week and speaks after games and players are are, are big time stars even though they haven't won a damn thing, you know the. Uh, you, you've got parties and everything to go to. Like you, you're treated quite well in Dallas, despite not winning anything. And and the, a lot of that feels unearned sometimes. That's the bigger issue, right? It's, I, it's, I don't it's, disagree it's, with you, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not ownership ego because because like the, despite the, the the tropes that are out there, when Jerry Jones hires people, he generally gets out of their way and lets them do football decisions. That's that's why Will McClay keeps coming back, that's, right? That's, who's, that's, who's awesome? That, that's that's why the coaching staff generally is, you know is filled out with guys that the head coach wants, uh, or or if a player like. For years, that a, yeah, coach, you that a coach had massive say in who in who would get drafted. Like some would say, too much say. Like ask Rod Marinelli about all that stuff. It's I don't I don't think the ego is the biggest. Yeah, thing. but Ray, I, I you think don't, it's the Hollywood stuff is but, the biggest issue. But Ray, you don't. Okay, a couple things. I mean, it, is Mike McCarthy the guy that's going to hold these guys accountable? That and and, and no. Now, and, now, and now you're talking about a bigger issue because all I hear about is oh the player the players all love McCarthy. Yeah, well of course they love McCarthy. He 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 doesn't he doesn't drive them like a harder head coach would, and maybe that's what the discipline problem is. Right, and then that, no maybe. Okay, but then my second point to you would be this: is okay. You you might want to say it's not ego. I'm more with Dave, just to the you know, kind of coaches that he ends up hiring. But like outside of people who actually really pay attention to football or Dallas Cowboys fans. You, no one knows who Will McClay is. Right. So Will McClay's not going to get a ton of he's credit. Not, no, he he's, should, not, he's not getting the, the, but he the adulation. The coach who's the face of the franchise is going to is going to get a bulk of the credit. Quick question. We got a break. We'll come back. We'll continue the conversation. 800 919 Are the Cowboys playing this weekend to Bill Belichick as the head coach? They don't yes. get blown out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well then you know what? Then he's standing in the way of this team winning. That's 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 it. That's all there is to it for me. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You're not going to even partake in any of the bagel? I'm not going to have the bagel, though. <sighs> and I know Ray won't. I had, such a, uh, I had such a setback with the holidays. Then I'm trying to kind of get right back the ship into, a little bit. Yeah. Like a yogurt addiction back, full force. Really? It's very easy to let it go, isn't it? Uh, The second, for me, like I let it go, now it just spirals. Well, I'm like that once I start. Right. But when I stop, I can completely stop. The problem is is that I just want it constantly now. (laughs) Yes. Like all day. I understand. But 
fighting and, it. And being up 20 hours a day, also very good for, for not great. attempting to lose. Uh, it's not great at yeah. all. Let's go to the calls, then we'll get to the Knicks. I do promise you that. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Joe in Brooklyn. Say good morning to Joe. You're on 98.7. What's up, buddy? Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we're good. Thank you. Good. I have a question for Dave. Two-part yeah. question. Okay, so one, what do you think is going to happen with Saquon Barkley? And then two, is it smart if we trade for Justin Fields and then trade up in the draft to get Marvin Harrison Jr.? Well, how how the hell are you going to do all these things? Like, how are you going to trade for Justin Fields and then trade up in the draft for Marvin Harrison? Well, I think it would depend on. They I mean, I think it depends on what Justin Fields is is going to be traded for. I mean, I read. I don't know how true it is, but I told you I read the Falcons were going to get the eighth pick for Justin Fields, no. which seems. This crazy. doesn't seem very giant-like that they're going to start wheeling and dealing all over the place. No, no. I maybe, mean, but again, maybe that's why the Atlanta Falcons job is actually attractive, attractive for Bill Belichick. Well, maybe he knows that they're going to land field. Well, that's what they I'm saying. Want. Well, I'm right. sure that's something that he's going to ask well, them. I'm like, sure. What's Russell. the plan at quarterback? Because well, it can't but, be Desmond Ritter. No, of course not. But it wouldn't. Is it going to be his plan at quarterback? Like he's not asking them what's the plan. The plan is you. You, you enact the plan. No, but I think it's part of like the interview process. I think you'd want to have like, hey, so what are your what are your thoughts? Like, what do you see for this team moving forward? They're not far off. In a perfect world, who would you have as your quarterback? Defense, not bad. A lot of weapons on offense. You bring in a really good coach, and you solve the quarterback issue, that's a team that's going to be very competitive next season. In that division, yeah. Right? I don't disagree with you. And they got good ownership. Very motivated to win. Very good. So he'll stay out of the way. Do what he has to do. See, that's my hardest thing with this. It's so easy for me to sit here, and you to sit here, and everyone to sit here, and just say, hey, I own the team, hire the right people, and then get out of the way. But... I own the team. I get it. But do I'm you like, want do you want to win? No, I want to win, but I also would like to like at that point you've already won, haven't you? Like at that point you've already won. Has uh, okay, so let me ask you this. Has David Tepper won? Like David Tepper's won in life. No, that's what I mean. He's got a trillion dollars. Right, but you've already won in life. He's won in life. But this is a toy. But okay. But if you ask anybody that we're associated with right now, David Tepper, is it boy, guy that's made so much money in hedge funds, or is it boy, that's a that's a crappy NFL owner? It's a crappy NFL owner. Okay. But in the grand scheme of things, does that really I mean, does that really keep him up at night? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not I'm lying just to saying, you. I don't listen, know. I'm just saying. It would bother me. You know me. You know I hate losing at anything. Right. So at the end of the day, if me being involved is a detriment to us winning, at a certain point, I'm going to take myself out of it because I just want to win. But I would have a hard time initially buying this team and just not having any say in anything. But I'm not saying you don't have say in anything. I mean, when you think of the Cowboys... You think Dak, Lamb, Parsons, Jerry Jones. Like he's he's like on the Mount Rushmore of what you think of. If you bring in Belichick, it's not going to be like, oh, who owns the team again? The guy does a weekly radio hit. I just think, and listen, you're right. I mean, you're, you're Tepper, you're Jones, you're Woody Johnson or the Mariners. You can do whatever the hell it is that you want. It just feels like these are people that win every phase of life moving up to this point, And now they just lose their composure and go crazy with it. Well, I think there's something to be said, like I own the team. I want people to know that I own the team. And but we I think, know he owns the team. Right, but to raise point, though, but you want the benefits to come along with that. Like, I own the team and I'm a rock star. I'm not the guy who owns the team and sits in the corner and no one knows who I am. Are you a bigger rock star if you're a champion? Are you a bigger rock star if you're playing on who in you the ask. Super Bowl? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But I think to raise point, to raise point also, I think you also have to ask each owner what their definition of winning is. Is now all of a sudden turning you know the Cowboys into the most valuable franchise? He's done that. In sports? That's, he's won with that. I know. And building a star and everything else. Okay. Like, I mean, it depends on what he's prioritizing. I mean, at that point in my life, at his age, I would do whatever it takes to try to win. If that means sucking it up and having Bill Belichick take Did most of the credit. Did you see Jimmy Johnson the other day? 
thought the guy was going to cry during the, that, that impassioned oh, half Jimmy Johnson, speech. you had the video that, that Michael Irvin posted. Troy Aikman's like, Bill Belichick just makes too much sense. So it's got to be something. I mean, Orlovsky said that, that he was so outcoached he couldn't even believe it. And then you're going to run it back? I mean, listen, I love it. I, I think it's, it's phenomenal. It's great for you. It's great for me. I just don't know how at this point, I mean, what you need, according to Raymond, and from what you see on television when you watch this team play, is there needs to be a level of accountability. And they already know Mike McCarthy. Like, how genuine would Mike McCarthy be all of a sudden he walks in the locker room and starts trying to hold guys accountable you now? You can't change no. who you are. You, you, you are who you like, are. Like, that was the allure of Bill Belichick. Didn't matter who you were. You show up late for practice, I'm going to send you home. Right, I'm going to cut you a year sooner than rather than later. I mean, the one that still haunts me is you, you don't whatever the I don't even know what the issue was. Super Bowl, you're not playing it, Malcolm Butler, right? Yeah, well, that's I mean, guys know there's a certain standard. That's right, and it, and no one is no one's immune to it. But if you bring that stand, I, I don't get it. For the life of me, I know Ray discusses it. I understand what he's saying. I just don't agree. I just think if you, Jerry John, Jerry Jones wants to win, he has to want to win. Well, clearly not that bad. So, so okay. So you like believe- I would ask you right now if you pulled every uh, if we somehow today managed to get before ten o'clock every single analyst at ESPN on right. and asked them who would you rather have Mike McCarthy or Bill Belichick? I think you, how many you, people would you say Mike McCarthy? I think it's I All think right. it's zero. Okay, so what is it then? How much do you want to win? So that's got to come into play. I get like listen, Dak had a great season, awesome. But that doesn't. But what does it mean? Didn't translate into the game against. He might win. He could win the MVP. Well, it's what, not going to happen. I, but but what is it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand what uh, what's going on in Dallas. Let's go to Sean and Islip. Good morning, Sean. I know he's not in a good mood. Ah uh, man, uh, Dave, you got that right, man. I bet you know you're you're probably over the moon happy. I, I know. I you brought know, in I'm celebratory bagels, Sean. That's how over the moon I am today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm just, uh, you know, perplexed at the move. You know, Jerry just doing Jerry things again, like Jerry always does. You know, it's just, you know, you, you go 12 and 5 threes in a row, and then you're a first round exit every year. You know, the team's not well prepared. They're the second most penalized team in the league. It's like, you know, are these things being taken into account when they bring them back? It's like you got the, the best coaching uh, list out there, and you, you br- you're going to bring the jet puff back. So it just it makes no sense. But what do you guys think that they need to do as far as player personnel? Like, what is their weaknesses? What do they need to do this off season to uh, to get better? Uh, they got they have to be better against the run, right? And they have to be. They were, they were bullied in that game. Have to be. See that they're the bully. The Cowboys get up fourteen nothing. They they unleash that you know pass rush, and then and then it's a problem. But if you have a, a physical run game, and then linebacker, they, they have linebackers like two hundred pound linebackers. Well, see, on that's that the thing though; they use their offense to negate the other team's running game, right? Because their offense goes down, scores, and at a certain point, now we can't, we had to abandon the run, right? Which, I mean, but you, you saw watch Aaron Green Jones. Bay just I mean, they could, first possession right down right the down the field, and every time the Cowboys made like a, a overture to get back in the game, it's like, all right, Jones for nine, Jones for fourteen, wide open receiver touchdown. It was it was deflating, it was I demoralizing, is what it was, yeah. Really, really See, so. I, I do it. I'm telling you, man. Like and the other thing you could say too, and Raymond, you tell me if I'm wrong. But the second Bill Belichick becomes the coach of the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys is it's Bill Belichick's team now. But why is that bad? I don't. Not bad for me. But I mean, he's already lived that movie. He's already done with Parcells. But he did, but he did it with Parcells. Maybe he didn't like it. 
I'm just saying, maybe he didn't like it. That would drive, it, this would have me so infuriated, almost as much as the loss on Sunday. Well, it feels like Arthur Blank's like, I don't care. Well, yeah, because like, I'm past it. But, like, the same but Arthur in, Blank is a very involved owner, and Arthur Blank is down on the sidelines. Like, Arthur Blank is, is Well, certainly... I get it, but I mean, I think just Arthur Blank's the point now. Like, he hasn't won. Jerry Jones has won. So Arthur Blank's probably like, hey, I don't even care. Because these owners, when you go around, that's the one thing, like, we got all this money, I own this team. The one thing in this little club that we have that you, like, I don't have that you guys have, whoever has it, is... So do you not think he has Super Bowl desperate passion to win another, though? Well, he's already won, though. Okay, I, I get it. So once you've won, now that that's it. No, I don't think so. I'd want to win as many as possible. Right. I'm just trying to like I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. And it's like he won four years ago. He he won you know thirty years ago almost now. Thirty years a long time. Yeah, I don't know. I can't answer the question. Let's I, see if we I, get him I, on the I radio. I just told you what, what what does the word desperate mean to you? What does the word desperate? What mean? does the word desperate mean? Yeah. Because um, you say you de- does he desperately want to win? You can you can answer the question. No, right? the fight. No. Yeah, exactly. He does not desperately want. So to are win. you angry? Don't listen. At, to, you, don't listen to him when he tells you that. Are you angry at Jerry Jones in this? Thing? Uh, livid. Li- so so is that where the the bulk of your blame goes to? Yeah. So you're furious with the owner. I'm furious with the whole organization, and that starts with the owner. Right. I just can't imagine putting myself in a spot where I could correct a. Like a, a huge issue. Like you have the opportunity right now to correct a huge Easily issue. Easily correctable. Like, and you look around your team, you can say, hey, we got the, you know, Dak had a great season. We like Dak. We got Micah Parsons. We got CD Lamb. And you go, like, the, the list of all the talent on this team. Like, why would you ever put yourself in a spot where I could be criticized for being, you know, having a coach that gets out coached? Ego gets in the way. That's the only thing I can think of. Ego gets in the way. And his ego is standing in the way of him hiring a coach that we all agree is a better head coach. And he's only got one year left on his deal. And the next year, you're not going to have any of these guys available. None of them. Belichick's going to be snapped up. Harbaugh's going to be snapped up. I, I'm sure if someone's going to go after Vrabel, Ben Johnson's going to be gone. They'll be the hot coordinator, but you'll never see this again. And you're in a situation where you need a coach, and you're going to run it back. It's wild to me. At what point do the Giants take advantage of the fact that Mike McCarthy is coach, though, is what I wonder. <laughs> I mean, God, do we get to that point? I don't know. I mean, can, I mean I'm not kidding Can you. we get to that point? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's just the. I mean, that has to be the, just the whole. I still feel like Dallas talent. is the favorite to to win the whole, like the division. I know uh, there's a long well, what's off season. In Philly, yeah. I mean, Philly feels Im- immensely dysfunctional. Washington have a new quarterback, and they're heading in the right direction, but they got a long way to go. Giants, sir. I, I mean, I don't know. Did the Giants reload this thing, or did the Giants rebuild this thing? Well, I mean, do they try to take advantage of what's happening right now in their own division? Right, right now, there's a talent disparity. Right. I mean, Dallas, you can't take advantage of having Dallas coach. is up there at the top. Philly is probably a close second. Giants are a distant third, and then I think Washington is fourth. And even when Washington is close talent-wise to the Giants, they as bad as the Giants ever are, they still can't beat them, which is unbelievable. But Dallas is a much, much more talented team than the Giants. I'm, but you've never heard me say anything different than that. No, I ever. get it. But I, that's I had one of, glimmer that, week one. The question is, that, that at what point does that change, though? Like, how long is this going to take? I don't think you're near a change. I mean, the Cowboys are still talented. Their offensive line is still good. Yep. They have a star receiver. The quarterback is they good. They draft well. They develop I well. Mean, they have good players on defense. Yep. I mean, they get bullied, but the Giants don't capitalize on that. No, the, Dallas is way better than the Giants. Well, you got to fix that. But how, I mean, how do you, fixed. How well, do you snap have to be, your I mean, fingers and fix you it? You can't snap your fingers. I mean, the one glaring thing you would point to would be the most important position in sports and the effect it has on your team instantly, if you get it right. The quarterback. Right. Yeah, I've heard a lot of rumblings, and God knows what the hell is true. Well, you're gonna have to trade. You're gonna have to trade up to one. All right. So would you do it? I so I Gre- would do it. Greeny freaked out. Remember this a few weeks ago? Yeah. We said it, and they played audio, and they they got all upset. I said I would trade this year's one, which is the sixth overall pick, and the next two ones for Caleb Williams if I had that much conviction. And they went crazy. If it was Caleb you? Williams, yeah. 
Well, if the, and I don't care who it is. Well, that's what I mean. If, a, if you trust Dable and is. Shane, and they love a guy, and I have to trade three ones to go up and get that guy, I'd do it. I don't care who it is, I would do it. See, the question is, would John Mara let you do it? If it changes the entire complexion well, of, the, of the franchise? You don't know if it's going to, there's no guarantee. Of course, but there's no guarantee in anything. Is there a guarantee that if you sit here with another year Daniel Jones and draft neighbors from LSU no, that you're going to be any different? No, but it goes, it goes back to what I always say, though. If you have people if you have people running your organization that you trust and think are really good at what they do, you have to let them do what they think is, is best for the team and best for the franchise. And if they tell you, hey— you know, this is a guy that we've identified. Right. We're not going to get him at. We're not going to get him at six, because it looks like. I mean, right now, if if the draft order is going to go one, two, three, quarterback. It, Mayo just said he's going to take a quarterback. Right. Washington's definitely going to take a quarterback, and the Bears probably will. And if they don't, whatever, there's going to be a team that trades up to get the quarterback. That's right. So you'll be sitting there with your. You'll be sitting there, and you could take Penix, or you can move back, or you could take the offensive lineman, or receiver, or whatever. But it's not. It's not the. It's quarterback. not the quarterback. If I, I don't care. You know what? And I've said this forever. Go big or go home. If I identify that Caleb Williams is the guy, and I don't know that they have. I'm not saying that they have. If I've identified, and I'm Shane and Dable, and I look at, at Caleb and say, this is going to be a star. And Pete Thamel had an article yesterday. Said this this is generational quarterback. Pete Thamel? Yeah. yeah. It's a generational well, quarterback. Well, I mean, you heard Mel when we had at. Mel on. I, the only thing that would concern me a little bit about that, and we haven't gone through the whole process and everything else, is just how he handles New York. Okay, and the eventual well, that's part of the struggles baked in, baked in, in process, right? Like, I don't know if he did himself any favors. I mean, the jumping in the stands and crying with his mom, like stuff like that. Okay, like, it's going to get it's going to be tough here. Let, let, of course, it's a hard place to play. Let and, them and do that research and figure listen, it out. And Brian Brian Dable is going to coach him hard now. He is. You think? I know. Okay, and that's why he likes Daniel Jones so much, and that's why he likes Josh. But Allen. the problem is Daniel Jones is not good. Josh Allen. No, Daniel Jones. Is Daniel Jones fine. is fine. He's fine. Josh Allen is special. Josh Josh Allen to me is right up there with Mahomes. Josh Allen can do things that most most human I mean, beings if you, if shouldn't you, be able to do. If you built a quarterback in a lab, you would, build, you would build Josh yeah. Allen. A, a guy takes a beat and doesn't miss time either. He, he's a tough guy. Whew. Is there any team more reliant on their quarterback in all the NFL? He does more on that team. Uh, than Baltimore, probably right there. I think they're actually less. I, don't know. I think they've actually taken that next step because they're a little bit less less reliant on him. Well, I think to get I to this point for forty four touchdowns this year. Yeah, but once they once they hired, once they fired the OC and Joe Brady took over, there was definitely more of a hey, let's get the ball to James Cook. Yeah, yeah, they they were more reliant on like, the running game. Get the game. ball out of your hands. Get it to your playmakers. But even in this game against Pittsburgh, I mean, he he. Well, but it's the playoffs now. Right and now, now we need you. Now we need you to be Superman. I mean, quarterback sneak. He's lethal with puts his head down and runs. Has a cannon for an arm. Make every Nicole, throw. Nicole doesn't affect him. The only thing that he, he hurts himself, that's it. When he right. makes bonehead decisions. Right. Right. But do you remember when not long ago Hurts was better than Josh Allen? Not long ago. Yeah. A lot of people were jumping I on that know, bandwagon. Dude, I'm telling you right now, if it the, the the documentary on what happened in the Eagles locker room is something I would I would pay money to see. I'd pay good money. I'd pay something for you. had to, something had to have happened. I'd pay for you and the popcorn to see that. Love to see that. Um guess where someone is listening on the app. RJ, did you see this uh this tweet for this gentleman? I did not. Okay. Guess. Not all of us peruse Twitter during the show. Well, you know what? Some of us multitask and others are just focused on looking pretty and, and bringing like up salient get, points. Can we get him less screens? Why? Do you get too what many I, screens? Did you, do you feel like I haven't been fully ensconced no, today and involved in the company? I think so, you've been so, really good today. All right, so then what's the problem? There's no problem. Where's Where lies the issue? Because I, I had a bagel. Where do you think? You have energy today. I have a lot of energy. I, got uh, I have no idea. Take a guess. Worldwide. 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 Somebody listening, a photo shown where they are with the app rolling along. 
New Zealand. RJ? I think that's a good guess. Guam. Guam, okay. Randy. I almost went Guam. I was going to say Australia, but... Okay. Well, good day, mate. Tim Channing, listening live on the app, Iceland. Prestige. Oh, yeah. Worldwide. Wow. When Cassie, uh, Cassie went to... Uh, she lived in Italy for a little bit. Yeah. For doing some modeling. She had uh, two, uh, two roommates that were from Iceland. Really nice? Oh, really nice. Yeah. Really, really nice. Beautiful place, Iceland. I've never been. I'd like to go. I'd I, heard, to I heard go. it's great. Yeah, they, she, the way that they explain it sounds amazing. So this guy is, is climbing mountains, looking at snow What was ridges. this guy's name? Tim Channing, I think it was. I think we've got this guy already. Did you put, a, is there a pin in Iceland? There's a pin in Iceland, and it says Tim. So, oh, that must that. Be, so maybe Is that on your virtual map? It's right there on the virtual map. See? That's correct. This guy's the best. He's very Multiple good. Multiple maps. Yeah. Ray, why don't you participate in the bagel since you're doing so Wouldn't a that be nice today? if we had our own studio, if we had like the one back wall was just a giant map? Or maybe like a bagel wall. Well, we could have a bagel wall if you want, but I'm just saying, like we have the, the map. Yes. Little pins in it. Like Dora the Explorer. <sighs> you involved in that they'll show never, now with they'll the kids? They'll never do it, no. No, we don't, they don't kids. really. Not a lot of TV? No. No, they're into, um, my niece got my daughter watching um, Harry Potter now. Interested in Harry Potter. Right. Uh, what's the show that's big in my house? I was telling you the other day. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Percy, Percy Jackson. Yeah. Oh, big They like that, house. too. Uh, Adam Schefter, the tweet 12 minutes ago. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn scheduled an interview today with the Commanders and Seahawks before having the Chargers meeting on Friday. Quinn already interviewed Wednesday with the Panthers and the Titans. Mike McCarthy's staying in Dallas, but Quinn just might not be. Quinn's if you're good. Washington, you got to – I mean, you have to – Hire a Johnson, offensive-minded head coach. No? One would figure. You know what the thing is, and we'll break and come back and go Knicks in your calls as well. Is um, you got to figure of these three guys, one will probably be great, one will probably be bad, and one will probably be fine. You just got to hit on the good one, right? Oh yeah, unless you get lucky, and there's two of them that are that, great. That's exactly right. All right. Uh, also, the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza Five. Uh, we're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of ten. Superbox prizes. Get your box for the big game by listening to our show, Barton Hahn and the K Show. This year's big game payouts five hundred bucks, quarters one and three thousand dollars at the half. Final score payout of two grand. All brought to you by Telemore Dew, Irish whiskey, and the brand new Telemore Dew Honey. For full contest details, go to ESPN Superbox Let me do that last line again because I messed it up, yep. and I'd like to retry. Okay. For full contest details, go to Superbox SuperboxBonanza.com. Quick break. Come back, more football, NBA, Knicks are halfway through, celebration for Tom Thibodeau and his birthday. So much to do. DR987 ESPN. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop on by. And when you stop on by, what do you say? Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.